Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I got a question for you to end the show with here. Now, hopefully you didn't already see this. If you did, bear with me because you know the end of the story. But what happened earlier this week is, I think it was the same day as the primaries, The View invited Ron DeSantis to be on the show. Now, I don't talk about The View on this show that much because The View is a a clip machine. They could give me clips Every single week, they give all the shows, all the talk show hosts across the country clips every single week, and they're really good at doing it, and I'm not trying to say I I avoid it like the plague. I just know what they're doing. They're trying to create viral clips because their show stinks, and they want people to watch it. So if they can get attention, it's kind of like uh, President Trump does a little bit is he'll say crazy things sometimes and just see if any of that spaghetti sticks to the wall. Now, politics aside, that's a strategy. That's a strategy for attention. The View does that, but on the left, and actually they do it in the same way kind of the squad does, that they just say the stupidest things, and they're so outlandish that you can't help but react to them. So for the most part, I'm not saying I try to avoid The View. I just don't care about what The View is doing because they're a circus and their whole point is to get attention. However, they do exist. And when they cross over into other territory that I think is relevant, I'm going to bring that to you. So that's my big question for you this morning is, do you think Ron DeSantis should go on The View? Because guess what? The View reached out to Ron DeSantis and they said, hey, we want you to come on the show. My reaction to hearing that was, oh my gosh, Ron DeSantis, please go on The View. Because they attack him in ways that are so ridiculous that you wouldn't even have to be Ron DeSantis smart and handle the media the way he does to really go on there and just take a hockey puck to their gut. You would beat them easily. And Ron DeSantis would do it... (laughs) You know, he'd do it with no pads on. He he would destroy them. So I was salivating at the thought of Ron DeSantis going on The View. Now, they're not going to attack him in the same way as they do when he's not there. But they would, they, so they would be smarter, and you might not see the same stuff happen. But he would come out guns blaring, no pun intended, and just destroy things they said in their past. 
So that was my take. I wanted to see it happen. What's your take? At me, at Radio Wiggins, if you want. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Facebook. I love the feedback. Regardless, somebody actually contacted the station last week, and uh, my boss got it and forwarded it to me. So that's always cool. I, as long as it's positive, you know, don't send me negative feedback because I need a job. Here is what Ron DeSantis's team said back to The View, okay? And I have to admit that this isn't what I wanted them to say, but it's pretty awesome. So this is coming from Brian Griffin, the Deputy Press Secretary for DeSantis for Florida. He says, thanks for the invite. I understand that you are sending this request on behalf of your team at The View. But the hosts of The View... Are, are they really interested in hearing from Governor DeSantis about all the important work he's doing on behalf of Floridians to protect livelihoods, to stand up for parents and children, to defend freedom? Which of the below statements from the hosts of The View do you recommend our team consider when deciding if the interview will be a genuine pursuit of the truth? Or will it be worth the time? And they quote Joy Behar from August 2021, quote, you're just short of calling Governor DeSantis a negligent, homicidal sociopath because that's what he is, she added. What is he doing? He's risking the lives of children, children's parents, their grandparents, anyone they may come in contact with so that he can appeal to his white supremacist base so he can continue in his career and get reelected, unquote. <laughs> they led with that one. And I got to tell you, I think it's the best of the four. Sonny Hostin, June 22, like just a couple months ago or a month ago. Death Santis, I think he's a fascist and a bigot. Anna Navarro, April of 2022. Uh, on his policies, quote, it's anti-black, it's anti-gay, it's anti-LGBTQ plus community. And for some reason, the Republican base responds to it. And it's anti-American. It's what happens in Venezuela. It's what happens in Nicaragua, unquote. And then again, Sonny Hostin from February of this year on his policies. It started with CRT. Let's remember that. And those are anti-history laws, anti-black history laws, really, she said. If you start coming after black people, what comes next, right? Of course, the LGBTQ plus community and then women and then other marginalized groups, unquote. Brian Griffin follows that up with, we will pass on this offer. <laughs> so I got to admit, uh, love the response. They don't back down from a fight. However, in this case, do you think they did? Part of me thinks that they did, but I also see where they're coming from. Am I going to come on that show and get a fair shake? No, but this is the environment. If he were to go on that show, he could obliterate them. Now, he's going into such dangerous territory that he also may be making clips that would ruin a political future for him, so he's got to be careful. But screw careful. I don't care about careful. You have to care about careful, DeSantis. I don't. I'm a, I'm a voter. Well, not a Floridian voter, but maybe a presidential voter someday for DeSantis. I want to see you go after these people. I want to see you bring those quotes to that show. I actually pulled one of them, and this is part, 
I think he quoted part of this, Brian Griffin did, in that press release. But I wanted to play the whole thing, just for context, to show you, this is the kind of stuff he would walk into. I can explain why it's happening. It's because bigotry is on the ballot when it comes to Ron DeSantis, that's right? right? I mean, that's what this is about. It's not anti-Disney. It's anti-black. It's anti-gay. It's anti-LGBTQ plus community. And for some reason, the Republican base responds to it. It's anti-woke. And woke, what that really means when you look it up in the dictionary, it's an awareness of social justice. It's an awareness of marginalized communities. It's an awareness. And for some reason, Ron DeSantis and his Republican base, they don't want people to know that there are social injustices going on. Amber, they don't want those people to be protected. And it's shameful. It is so shameful that they don't want our children to know about social injustice. So I really wish that he would take a clip like that with him and just say, here, here's what you said. And here's what's true, because the don't say gay bill, for instance, has been so misportrayed, and I'm not backpedaling here. I'm telling you, they have outright lied about that bill to sway public opinion, mainly parents' opinion, in the direction that they want, because they know it's a very, very popular and rational bill if you look at what it is. I would love to see DeSantis take that. And go on that show and say, here's how you lie. You all lie all the time. Here's where I'll give him some deference, though. Going into the lion's den like that is fine if it's a fair playing field. It's not going to be a fair playing field. You got four or five people versus one. So it's already not going to be fair. And a whole production team of people who all hate you. So you're, you're, you're going into enemy territory there. I get it. But... If it were live, you could do it. The problem is they have control over the edit. That's the big difference is that if DeSantis came out and scored huge points or just obliterated them, they could change it and not necessarily change the content of it, but just remove whole parts John Stewart did it on The Daily Show all the time. That's why people started recording their entire interviews with him, and they stopped inviting those people. That is what happens on these shows, is that they record them, and then they edit them to make it look, even if your hosts all lose, they're going to win because they control the editing process. So I actually say, DeSantis, you're probably right on this one. And you know what? DeSantis is probably right on most of these things. He's achieved a lot more than I have. Got to give him a tip of the hat there. As we close out this hour, thanks for listening again. Podcast is always at 971talk.com, or you can easily Google Wiggins America to get the podcast. Thank you for doing that, by the way. A lot more people doing that, and that, of course, all counts toward the total numbers. Thanks for tuning in in the morning, too. That is the best. Just glad that you're here, however long it is, no matter which way it is. Wiggins America, we'll see you next week. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.